Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 26, looking at verses 4 and 5, read from today's New International Version. Paul is speaking, and uh, St. Luke wants us to know that Paul takes on the posture of an orator, which implies that he had uh, training in classical rhetoric and was well-educated. Luke lets us know that um, when Paul uh, was uh, permitted to speak, he took his position in front of his audience and the commentator, commentary said that one hand was shackled to a soldier and the other was free. So with his free hand, he motioned to the crowd, you know, to get their attention and to, uh, so they would pay attention. And he asked uh, King Agrippa to be patient. So let's listen to what else Paul is saying. He's just beginning his defense. So let's listen to Acts chapter 26. Verses 4 and 5, read from today's New International Version. The Jewish people all know the way I have lived ever since I was a child. From the beginning of my life, in my own country, and also in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time and can testify, if they are willing, that I conformed to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. Again, Acts chapter 26, verses 4 and 5, read from today's new international version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Acts chapter 26, verses 4 and 5, read from today's International Version. Paul has been given the opportunity to speak on his own behalf. And he's speaking before King Agrippa, Governor uh, Felix, Bernice, and um, the officials, the commanders of the Roman Legion, and all the prominent men of Caesarea. So he has a large audience. And the commentary said yesterday that Paul was probably happy that he could uh, teach and preach the gospel to such a dignified group. So let's listen to what the commentaries have to say about Paul as he talks about his early life as a faithful Jew and Pharisee. He says that the Jewish people all know the way I lived, the manner of the manner of my life from my youth, which was spent from the beginning among my own nation at Jerusalem. That is, his conduct and deportment, his behavior among men from the time that he was capable 
of performing religious exercises and of knowing the difference between one sect and another and of being observed and taken notice of by men. And the commentaries noted that Paul was uh, probably, probably came from a wealthy family. So he was able to learn from the most honored of all teachers. He was at the feet of Gamaliel. So um, he's saying that he learned and he appreciated all that he was taught. And he learned because of his learning and because of the Damascus Road experience, he understood that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. But let me continue. Paul was born in Tarsus, seven several hundred miles from Jerusalem. Yet, at a relatively young age, he came to live at Jerusalem. And um, he, um, let's see, he was very early brought or sent by his parents to Jerusalem, where he had an education under Gamaliel, so that the first place of his life was spent, the first part of his life, was spent in Jerusalem, a metropolis of Judea, and among the Jews there, the most learned and knowing part of them, Gamaliel's pupils, and the wise men and their disciples. And his course of life must have been well known by all of them, is what he said. He said, y'all saw me growing up, like, uh, think about kids we've seen in church. We've seen them grow up. We know their parents. We know, you know, like the old folks say, we know the stock they came from. So Paul is saying, you know the stock that I came from. You know the training I have. And all of these Jews here know this. Is uh, They had an, a, the knowledge of him and conversation with him. And he said, if they would testify, which of course we know they're not going to speak the truth of things we uh he was just i i don't know if he was saying it tongue-in-cheek they've known me all this time and they can testify if they are willing so he probably said that kind of tongue-in-cheek like i know they're not going to but they know that i uh, would not do any of the things that i've been charged with and he's saying i lived as a, a pharisee and that is the strictest sect of our religion. There were three sects sex, sex, uh, of religion among the Jews, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Essenes. The first of these was the most exact and came nearest to the truth of doctrine and was the strictest at the outward holiness of life and conversation. And of this sect, the apostle was so he was a pharisee and according to it is how he lived in such a manner as not to be charged with any notorious crime and indeed in his own and very likely in the opinion of others he was then uh, blameless paul's contemporaries including some of the jewish council could attest to this but they were attacking him they knew of his solid Jewish, Jewish heritage and the fact that he had been a member of the Pharisees 
which is, again, the strictest sect. And by saying this, Paul established that there could be no doubt about the thoroughness, seriousness, or excellence with which he pursued his Judaism. Not only was Paul a faithful Jew, but he was known as a faithful man among the Jews, living according to the um, strict set of laws and rules set by the Pharisees. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that as we um, think about today, today is Yom Kippur, and this is the Day of Atonement, a day that's a very holy day, a day when attention is uh, paid to receiving and giving forgiveness. And Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your Son dying for our sins. We thank you, Father, because of your of the sacrifice of Christ that we can come to you and ask for forgiveness. And God, when we come to you, we receive forgiveness. So we thank you, God, for, for forgiving us for all of our sins and washing us and making us clean so that we can become before you. We come as filthy rags, but we know that when we leave, we are clean. We are white as snow. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Praying for those who are going through whatever hard times in life that they may be going through. Praying uh, for those who might just want to uh, have a praise for you today. Praying, God, for uh, one of our members who had a major, major surgery. She was at church today, moving on her own. She had a cane, but she was moving on her own. So, God, we thank you for that. We thank you for your power of healing. Father, we're praying for those who need you in whatever way they need you, for whatever their needs are. Place them at your feet right now, Father. And we thank you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.